0: Good morning. I want to share with you today about the prayer of Jabez. I'm reading from 1 Chronicles chapter four, starting at verse eight. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez saying, I gave birth to him (coughs) in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. An unseen enemy was affecting Jabez's life. He was under under the power of an invisible force. His mother, perhaps unwittingly had named him pain after the pain she suffered on giving him birth. The thing perhaps she didn't realize was that the words we speak can attract spiritual forces, that can affect the person over whom we speak the word or words in either a positive or a negative way. And Jabez, Jabez found himself trapped through his name put upon him by his mother. It had become more than just his name, it was his identity, it's what defined him. His life to some extent at least was affected in a bad way by his name, in a way that brought him pain and some measure of suffering. The passage suggests this because in desperation, it seems he cried out to God to keep him free from harm and pain that he'd been named by. And if you've not guessed already, I'm drawing a parallel actually between Jabez's situation and the present uncertain times that we now are in. This virus is an invisible enemy, isn't it? which is bringing pain, uncertainty into a number of people, real dismay. And I just want to really encourage you this morning that we can pray. When we pray, we can pray the same prayer as Jabez and see similar results. Because the great news is it says that God answered his prayers and God loves to answer our prayers. Jabez prayed five things. The first thing he prayed was for God's blessing what does that mean basically it means that things work as they should do we are designed by God in life to thrive not just survive at the moment of course all around us our nation and society is struggling and um, I suppose the last thing you could say about it just at the moment is that we're thriving we're just trying to survive aren't we I think it's helpful to um, just hear again a prophetic insight that um, Ellen Beckett shared last Sunday in church. Ellen said that she'd had a dream recently and she felt God speak speak to her through this dream. And in her dream she woke up in Australia in a land that was upside down to normal life, which of course Australia is because it's down there and we're up here it's upside down. But the point impressed upon her by the Lord was that in the kingdom of God the normal rules don't apply. See normally if bad things happen the result upon us tends to be gloom and doom, fear and dismay, a kind of oh no what's going to happen next kind of response. But you know as Christians we can have a a genuinely different response. Paul the Apostle was in prison in Rome, his future very uncertain, yet he wrote a letter to a church at a place called Philippi and through the four chapters from beginning to end the theme is one of sheer pouring out of thankfulness and rejoicing and joy in God and in his life. He writes towards the end in chapter four, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say that again, he said, rejoice. How can he be like that? By normal standards, he should be in the depths of despair. I'm old enough to remember an incident in 1985 when a TWA airliner was hijacked by terrorists. Um, And they were being held captive at Beirut Airport and all the TV crews were there. And uh, I remember one scene that I saw on TV of the terrorist flashing his gun up against John Testrake's neck, ready to blow his head off. The next morning, I was thrilled to see on the front sheet of one particular newspaper four words that's all that was on the newspaper four words and you know what those words said they said simply God is with us and that's the key that's how in times of uncertainty in times of of difficulty and when we don't know quite how things will pan out or when we can know a calm, we can know a rejoicing, we can know a peace which is different perhaps to the norms around us. So many people are going out panic buying and all that sort of thing, but we can know a calm and a peace simply because our God is with us. And if you know God in a personal way through Jesus Christ, you too can experience his joy and his peace and his calm at this time to be blessed secondly means that we can pray into situations to change them if they are upside down the wrong way we can pray that they'll turn the right way around someone said prayer changes things one commentator about the prayer of jabez said the prayer of jabez overcame the name of jabez basically Here's the point: Jabez's prayers worked. They worked. God answered them. The invisible enemy was defeated, and you know you can have an invisible enemy in your life, nothing to do with this coronavirus fiasco, but an invisible energy push, an invisible enemy pushing down on you. And God wants to tell you that that. He wants to defeat that enemy in your life and you can seek him and you can pray and he will defeat that enemy for you. We can pray into this present situation that I've alluded to around us that God will deal with it, that he will put the axe to the root and I believe as we continue to pray God will do that. The second thing that Jabez prayed was for an expansion of his territory. How interesting. I mean, all around us at the moment, things are contracting, aren't they? I mean, business doors are closing, businesses. We're told to lock ourselves away. Well, not lock ourselves away, but self-isolate. And you know, Jabez felt trapped and confined through his name, through pain. I'm just wondering, do you feel trapped in some way today? I've alluded to I don't necessarily mean the coronavirus do you feel trapped we don't know do we what the future holds you know what the years months even days at the moment hold but I do know one thing that it's not God's will for you that you live a future of confinement Paul writes to the Galatians and in chapter 5 he says this he says it is for freedom that Christ has set us Free. You're not meant to be chained. You're not meant to just make it by the skin of your teeth. You're meant in the will of God to thrive. <clears throat> then he prays. Third thing, he says, Let your hand be with me. A very interesting Bible study to do if you have time is to look at the hand of God. Or the right hand of God in the Bible. One thing that I want to mention about the hand of God is that God saves us. At one point in the life of Jesus on earth he was praying most of the night and he set off very early in the morning to join his disciples who'd set off on Lake Gennesaret to cross to the other side and he walked on the water And as Jesus was approaching, his disciples were freaked out by this. Uh, But when they realised it really was Jesus walking on the water, Peter, in his enthusiasm, said, Lord, tell me to come to you. And Jesus says, come to me. And uh, he did. He started walking on the water. But then it said he saw the waves and he felt the wind and he thought, hang on, I'm in an upside down situation here. This shouldn't be happening. And his trust failed and he started to sink. And at that point Peter prayed his shortest prayer recorded in the Bible. You know what he said? He said, Lord save me, Lord save me. And immediately the Bible says Jesus reached out his hand and took hold of Peter's hand and lifted him up from his sinking. Do you have that sinking feeling at this time? Again not necessarily about the coronavirus but about any issue in your life that is pressing you down, that is causing you to Feel as though you're going down the tube a bit. Let me encourage you. The prayer of Jabez was, Lord, let your hand be with me. And his hand lifts us up from the things that drag us down. The fourth thing that Jabez prays is for protection. He says, keep me from harm. And you know, God loves to do this. And if you read, I think the prayer that Howard was leading us, In the podcast, the prayer uh, slot, um, Psalm 91, in there, verse 3 Surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. God's hand is upon you to protect you. And the last thing he prays is uh, that I'll be free from pain. This was a lifelong besetting pain. He wanted to be free from an unwelcome destiny. And here's just the, my final point. Do you find yourself stuck in something that has affected you for a long time? Something that maybe happened early in your life that's still dogging your path right now. I just want to say that God wants to bring, bring freedom in Christ to you today. And even though we're not gathered at church and there's no prayer team to come out and lay their hands on you, <laughs> doesn't matter. As we reach out to the Lord in faith, I believe he can come and touch you and help you and bless your life and so god bless you uh, city church as we continue to trust in the lord and may god's hand be upon you may his blessing be with you and may his protection be upon you god bless you